This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Carm Capriato, Remarkable Results Radio. Glad to have you here. I got a great panel. My friend Frank Scandura is here. Frank Scandura III, by the way. Live and in person. Live and in person. VP of Certified Shop Relations, Auto Tech IQ. And Frank's European in Las Vegas. Hey, Frank. Hello, Carm. How are you, sir? I'm great. I will see you next week at Apex. Now everybody knows when we're recording this. That's right. You will see me next week at Apex. And Krista is here. Krista Erickson Kleinschmidt, VP of Customer Success at Autotech IQ. Hi, Krista. Hi, Carm. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. I, I know you're traveling. It's always great to have all the Wi-Fi at the hotel work out great. So look, we've been around for eight years doing podcasts in the Aftermarket Radio Network over a couple of thousand episodes. You're here because you come here to not only improve your personal, but your business success. And we got a great story to talk about. Frank and I spent some time together as he told me this great in investment you made in a kind of a new career and a new way to look at things and engage customers in our industry. I think you're going to find this fascinating. But the whole, if you will, overlying theme of this episode is going to be transparency is the new trust. So, Frank, isn't that what customers or potential clients are looking for? Absolutely. And when you think about it, even like when I try to order something on Amazon, the first thing my wife will say is, did you read the reviews? Because... That's where she wants the information about what other people have experienced with the product I'm about to get. And of course, I have to go back and review the reviews and relay them to her. Oh, look at this, look at this. And it really worked out well one time when it was like, these compression socks you want to buy for our trip overseas, everybody says they're too small. So let's get a different brand. So it really is important to have that transparency. And that's what we're providing to motorists. You know, if your car breaks down, where do you take it? To your locally trusted independent repair shop. What if your shop cannot access the vehicle data and only the manufacturer has access? But who owns the data? You, the vehicle owner, or the manufacturer? Well, join the fight to help support Right to Repair by completing the form at autocareadvocacy.org slash NAPA, which sends a letter to your member of Congress today. Right to Repair legislation protects your access to vehicle data and scan tools. This is critically important for the automotive, heavy-duty paint, and body industries. We got a brand new stove. We had to. 18 years, something happened, and we did all the research. We got it, but it has this air fry feature. And so we got onto Amazon, and we were looking for an air fry basket and receiver underneath. And Anne's sitting right next to me. She says, what are the reviews? What are the reviews? What are they saying? What are they saying? Is it easy to clean and all that stuff, right? And so I get how important that is for the consumer to really know if we, everyone says in automotive, if you get a, you know, 474849 review, those are good because no one's perfect. Right. Yes, that's very, very true. And it's almost suspicious if it's all five stars. When do you think? Skeptical. Yeah. So look, we are always, always in our industry looking for high quality customers and they're looking for information, no different than going to Amazon and reading the reviews. Frank, what I was fascinated about Auto Tech IQ is that if I became a customer of yours, you say, hey, I'm going to have access. I'm going to pull some of your data, only the zip codes from your customers, because we really want to find out what it is that they got done and what kind of questions are they asking about automotive repair? Walk me a little bit down the, the strategy here. So we're learning that there's like 89 million searches for symptoms on cars every day. People are searching for their symptoms. They're not just 
looking at, okay, I need an auto repair shop because there's something wrong with my car. If you type in something like, why does my car sound like a lawnmower? Why does my car smell like burning plastic? You'll see that our articles at Autotech IQ populate uh, currently on the first page of Google where the customer can click in and get information from actual repair shop data that we have because we're tied into the shop's data. So we can see what those complaints are tied directly to what fixes. So we can say, well, you know, for that lawnmower sound, it could be a cracked exhaust manifold or a head gasket or some of these other things that are actual repairs. Then we put inspection pictures from digital inspections in the articles so people can have information. People want information. They want to be informed. They want to be educated so they can decide to buy. They hate being sold. People don't want to be sold anymore. I want to make a decision to buy what I'm looking for. So by providing this path, then they can click to find a shop, get expert help, and they put in their make of car and their zip code or their city, and it'll populate that certified shop. And it'll actually show how many cars that certified shop has worked on the same brand the customer's looking at. So if we do the search for Frank's European service and BMWs, it's like 7,000 BMWs that we've serviced. That builds credibility to my expertise the shop that's done a thousand or fifteen hundred Fords that builds credibility to their expertise, and it helps the motorist find somebody who can actually solve their problem. And we tie it all together with the digital inspection because that's the where the transparency comes in. Here's what I see. Here's the video or the picture, the description that we want the service advisor to be typing on the picture because we're our research shows how many people are using their mobile devices to see these inspections. So if we're just using our digital inspection as a glorified camera, taking a picture and sending it, the customer looks at it and goes, I don't know what this is. So now I have to go ask someone else. Now I have to go get information somewhere else. And we all know Mother Google gets a little confused sometimes when people are searching for certain things. So let's give them great information. And that's the transparency part. Look, I want you to see what I see. I want you to, here's a little video. Look at the water spraying out the seam of your radiator. This is why I'm recommending this. And the customer's reaction is almost always, okay, how much? I find what you just said fascinating. Krista, by the way, VP of customer success. I don't think I mentioned that in the beginning at Autotech IQ, but it looks like you're not selling the customer, but you're getting them to buy and gain confidence. It's all about creating a better relationship between the shop and the customer. Well, Uva started as you Auto Vitals, so he's the originator of the digital vehicle inspection. We are here to bridge that gap now. So he helped create great success with a lot of shops, and now we want customers to understand this technology that shops are using. So I, I like to say the three T's. So it's technology, transparency, and trust. So through this technology, we're creating transparency. Obviously, it's amazing what we can do now with phones and computers. Like Frank was saying, the consumer can educate themselves as much as they want or as little as they want. You either want someone to do it for you or you really want to go in with a lot of knowledge when you have a problem with your car. Krista, the more I keep thinking about this, the words that are coming into my mind is AI engine. You're taking all of this information and going back to Uven, all the DVIs and all the inspections and all the vehicles and all that. Can't imagine how big that database can be based on all the customers who want to come in and get involved. And then you marry that AI engine, holding my hands together here and the fingers are looping together, you have somebody who's looking for information, you have the AI engine who knows kind of what they want, and you bring it back to them with, I guess, stats and videos and articles and information. There is a 
almost like a warming, it's a warming and comfort zone by, by being able to see these things. Oh, yeah, we've done work like this with noises like that. And oh, by the way, there's a shop in your area that is almost, that has repaired 7,000 cars in your brand. And so I can see where the trust, the transparency that connects with, if you say tech, and I'm calling it an AI engine because I'm so fascinated to buy AI today, Frank and Krista, that there's, it's almost like there's nothing we can't do with it. Yeah. And you have to be careful, right? So we utilize AI, then we humanize it. Right. So we're using it to say, OK, this is what we need to work with. Now, let's make this from the human's perspective, from experienced shop owners and advisors and managers looking over these articles and saying, OK, yeah, that's the AI talking and it sounds like AI. But if it said this, then the customer could relate to it better. I got to stop and ask this question about AI. Isn't it really just a smart algorithm, Frank? That's exactly. It's a smarter, in my opinion, and this might be over my pay scale. It's a very powerful search engine that has enormous information. And when you ask it a question, it goes, here's all the information I have. So you gotta be real careful that you're asking it the right question the right way because you can get some crazy answers. I've done it just you know for kicks and giggles and you'll get different answers with one or two words being real different. I was talking to Scott Brown. I did an interview with him. Scott, to me, in my mind, is one of the most authorities, if you will, on ADAS. And he was in the studio at ASTE and he had He's one of the authors of an ADAS student textbook, and he brings in the words AI, where the, here's the cameras, here's the LIDAR, here's the radar coming together into this, if you will, algorithm and trying to make decisions within seconds as to what's the output, what should happen to this vehicle, what does it actually see. And it's so interesting to realize that garbage in, garbage out, right, Frank? Yes. So you have to be really, really careful with the kind of data that you're getting because you don't want to steer a, a customer the wrong way, but how powerful it can be in a consumer automotive friendly zone, which is what you're doing. Absolutely. And it is incredibly powerful. It's mind boggling. I just can't wait for the machines to take over and say, you humans are stupid. I'm going to wipe you out. But this is not saying, listen, I can fix your car. It's $800. You're really saying, listen, call this shop. They know what they're doing. And then apparently what Auto IQ is doing is you're just passing it off to a subscriber. Yeah, exactly right. And you nailed it. This is not about, oh, this shop should be between $20 and $90 for what you're asking for. Go beat them up because we're not about that. And there's enough directories out there doing that. We want customers who are less price sensitive and more value sensitive to find an actual expert who can take care of their problem, be transparent, and basically show them everything that's going on with the car, right? Because that's a really important part of the process is everything the car needs should be presented to the motorist. We've said this millions of times on your episodes where we inspect all the cars, we notify the motorist of everything it needs, and we estimate all of what it needs. But when you tie that in with a high quality picture and a high quality digital inspection, it's a game changer. And communicating it in a language that the average car owner understands, because not everyone knows what shocks and struts are, right? And one of the right. things that we're doing is these educational mini videos Frank and I have started doing to pass off, hopefully, to service advisors so they can pass it along to their customer and say, just watch this 30 seconds you'll get a better understanding of what the problem is that you have. It's not that the consumer doesn't understand, but there is jargon that service advisors use that the average person just, thankfully doctors don't speak to us in Latin about our body issues because we wouldn't understand either, right? Doctors have to dumb stuff down to 
get a better message across. And I think that's something that service advisors in some cases need to be more cognizant of. As an independent repair shop owner, do you find yourself struggling with any of the following? Uncertainty about the future of your business and keeping up with the competition. Are you spending too much time managing day-to-day chaos or struggling with new employees? Do you have time keeping up with industry trends? Do you find your marketing is effective? How do your finances look? Are you reactive rather than proactive? Do you know where you should be, where you can grow, and where you should cut back? If any of those situations describe where you are today, you are finally in the right place. Repair Shop of Tomorrow is Napa Auto Care's newest endorsed partner. They are helping shops nationwide run more profitable automotive repair shops by utilizing proven best practice marketing and coaching to leverage Napa programs to drive quality car count, sales, and profits. RSOT will look at productivity, efficiencies, effective labor rate, average hours per car, labor profit percent, manage and measure labor, and how you can create net profit. Mike Kraft from Chelsea Tire and Service totally revamped his business. He was ready to get out, but decided to give RSOT a try. Now he has two shops with a totally revamped business. Likewise, Tom Kilmer from Grand Rapids Motor Car, RSOT helped dial in his business and focused on key points that changed his business and his life, which is all in his bottom line. Repair Shop of Tomorrow offers a tier-based program to not only generate more business today, but to transform your shop into a top-level shop of tomorrow. RSOT can teach you how to make your shop profitable, and they can teach you how to recruit and make more labor dollars for your shop. Give Repair Shop of Tomorrow a call, 440-545-1230, for a free 20-minute no-obligation consultation. So my car is just doesn't handle right around curves, and you guys interpret that as a potential strut or shock or suspension issue, and then you show a video of the importance of having great ride controls so that the tire grips the road so that you have better stopping. And that obviously, Frank and Krista, has got to bring that consumer confidence, that trust transparency piece. So while they're in your portal looking or reading that stuff, then they have access to the people in that zip code that are going to just pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, I saw this great video. You guys can do this, huh? Yes, precisely. And that's what we're bringing in on the customer side and on the shop side, showing them how to educate the customer correctly. We are helping shops do better digital inspections, right? In essence, free training, right? We want you to be better at what you're doing. We want to show you how to do it better because I am really, really overwhelmed by the number of inspections we get for shops that are getting certified. And I review the inspection. I'm like, you guys are picking up hot dogs off the floor when you could have had the steak on the table. This is really quite remarkable how it's just, this is good. Everybody's doing it. I need to do it. So now we're going to help those better shops do it even better. Probably every day, there's a new piece of software that is a disruptor of industries, meaning let's think back. All of these travel agencies, all these hotels have their own sites and you can go, but wait a minute, I'm going to steal some revenue from these hotels because I'm going to be the better mousetrap for finding you a place to sleep, a place to fly and travel, all that stuff, disruptors. And so many disruptors, I've always seen, why do we need something like that now? That they're going to slice off a piece of revenue from someone and they're going to be the authority versus the downstream 
real purveyor of the goods. And what I love about what you're telling me, Frank and Krista, is that I'm on my own. I, I'm going to charge what I want. I'm going to. You're helping me be the expert with information that has been AI'd, filtered, managed, <laughs> cataloged, indexed. <laughs> And it's up to me. You wouldn't find a shop at your end who would be part of the auto tech IQ stream downstream thing if they weren't vetted and legit, Frank. So I think one of your challenges in getting this launched is that whatever you're telling the client, the shop has to be able to do. Yes. And that's part of our vetting process. These are the things you have to agree to transparency. You have to have a good reputation online. 100 or more Google reviews, 4.5 or more stars. If you're below that, we can't certify. You've got to fix that. You've got to be doing digital inspections and you've got to be willing to join our Facebook group and our webinars that we do every other Wednesday, learning how to be better and how to improve your process. Shops that have adapted to technology, so they have to have a website. They have to be taking care of the basics that everyone's looking for these days. It's almost like the white love consultant to the consumer. And to the I, would, I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. So where did Uva come up with this idea, Krista? I mean, I saw him a year ago. Where were we? Uh, we were in Cancun. And he came up to me and he's got his tablet and he says, Carm, I got to show you what I'm working on. And I was rushing to do an interview and he kind of gave it to me really 30,000 foot view. But now I see it's been working very hard over the last, say, nine months on this. And it sounds pretty fascinating, Krista. I mean, that man is always noodling. I mean, I got to give it to him. I think he thought he was going to retire and then the light bulb went off. I mean, it makes complete sense, though. Like I said before, you created a solution for shops and made a lot of shop owners, a lot of money, and also streamlined what's going on in the shop with this software. Now, the most natural step is to drive consumers to those shops. And that's what we're doing. We want consumers to embrace this technology. We want DVI to be a household name. We do not subscribe or prescribe or support a specific DVI. We believe in all of the DVIs. We love shops that have embraced this technology. So it's just, I like to say it's full circle, right? Shops are taken care of with the software. Now we got to bring the customers to understand what that technology is and bridge the gap. Dealing with the word access in my mind, where if I'm a shop, I want access to auto IQ. I'm doing all of these things right. So I want access because I want your algorithm to interface with the customer to help solve their problem, to show them a blog, to let them read something, to watch a video and then bring them in to my house. I want access instead of other pieces of software saying you can have it's kind of almost the reverse access i want access to your algorithm your seo for example and how hard you're working to get that my car makes this noise so your seo comes up as you were saying frank earlier on first page i don't know if you're paying for access or your SEO is that smart that you've figured out over the millions of DVIs that you have seen, the millions of repairs that you've seen, and been able to categorize the initial complaint into a, a web question. We use Google to see what people are searching for and to write our articles around it. And we've learned that when you search for things on Google, Google wants to know, are you looking to buy something? So if I'm looking for a timing belt, they want to know, am I looking to buy a timing belt? Here's a list of places I can buy a timing belt. Or if I'm looking for timing belt, they want to know, do you want to know how to do a timing belt? Here's a list of things that will show you how to do a timing belt. Then there's the timing belt search and the different words that go with it where it's, okay, 
what is a timing belt? What does it do? Why do I need it? And now I'm going to educate you about timing belts and then provide a list of certified shops that are the best people to do that for you. We're learning what to, how to decipher between those different searches so that we can populate correctly. Because if somebody's looking to buy parts, they don't care about us. I don't know that we care about them, but we want everybody to have information. We want them to understand everything about their car so they can make informed decisions. Don't just go get the timing belt. Do you need the pulleys? Do you need the tensioners? Do you need the seals? And why? So I think it's really, really fabulous the way that we can do that and, and get on the right pages in Google for the right reasons. Wow. I love this. This is the second time I've, if you will, found out about this, Frank, and it's sinking in. I think I'm, I'm gaining some confidence and the word would be trust as to how this works. Where are you with the launch on this? Are you just living with a small group in, in beta? I mean, if someone wanted in, what do they have to do? We are live. We haven't <laughs> rolled out to the consumer yet. We Right now we're focusing on building basically one certified shop. Certified, again, means the shop has a website, Google score of 4.5 or higher. And then they also have to use a DVI, obviously. So we want right now, our nationwide goal is to get one certified shop in every city with over 25,000 people. So it's a big task. We live in a very big country, but you do a search in Denver, for example, we've got tons of certified shops. Is it per city or per zip code? It's city right now. Just focusing on getting one shop per city right now. And then, but say if you're not, it's not your zip code. If you go in and you say Denver, it's going to give you the 20 shops within 20 miles of you or further, if you're further away from a certified shop. But you have to be vetted. You have to be vetted. Yeah. My task right now is reaching out to shops. So that's what I'm doing. I'm reaching out to shops that we know use a DVI and asking them if they want to be part of it. Right now we are in a no cost phase. So we want to prove to shops that we are actually driving them leads. We are not going to charge anything until we have a certified shop in every city with more than 25. So you haven't announced this to the consumer you had just mentioned, but if I did type in my car sounds like this, it's I have a grinding noise in the front, then you're still going to go to work getting that lead to the client, but you're not promoting. When you say you're not promoting it to the consumer. We what? haven't done any advertising or marketing. We are all organic right now. So we have a lot of, I think we had the most traffic recently, which is really exciting. So people are finding us organically and shops are starting to get appointments, which we love. So it's all, it's all good yeah. stuff. Are you having any fun, Krista? Oh my gosh. It's a new industry to me, but... I love the people that I work with. We have a great small little company of people working all over the world, which is awesome. We have our bi-weekly meetings and Frank being on board and the fact that we have like the knowledge of people who have automotive background. And then you've got people like me who don't have that. It's a nice combination. It's a great startup. Frank, great, not departure, but an add-on to your illustrious career. You know what? It is a great add-on. I love the work that Uva and I did together at Auto Battles and to help shops be better. And that's really what we did. We helped shops be better. And the training that we did and the different things, and it's really, and Chris had nailed it earlier, right? We got the shops to buy into digital inspections. Now we're going to tell the customers about all these shops that do digital inspections, because I don't think that many people really understand it. And to really help these shops do a high quality digital inspection, uh, it's going to be a game changer. Frank, your opinion, what's the percentage in the industry of shops that are doing digital vehicle inspections? That's a great question. Industry-wide, I don't know that we have that data yet. Well, Hunt Demarest surveyed his shops and they're all 
higher end shops and it was 87% of his shops. What about, I mean, maybe is it 50% yet? A lot of programs have built in DVIs. I say that loosely, you know, where you can take a picture and send a picture. Can you count those as a digital inspection? I suppose we could. And that's why we want to teach those shops how to do better digital inspections with the tools they have. I see. Yeah, because probably most, a lot of the software that's out there has digital vehicle inspections, but the shop owner has yet to make the giant leap with his people, his teams, his technology, his tablets, and their culture and their ops and their service counter. I mean, it involves every aspect of the business if you're going to jump in to do DVIs. And it really, the message that we try to get across to shops is we're saving you enormous busy time for your service advisors, right? Because what do we have to do in the old days? Blah, 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 $900, blah, blah, blah. What do you want to do? The customer doesn't have a clue. And if they like the shop enough, they'll say yes. If they're not sure, they won't say yes. And the approval rate just skyrockets with the DVI with good information on the pictures where they can just scroll through their phone and just go, oh, 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 and make a, an informed decision. No need for the hard sell. It's right. right there. Those were four really good O's, Frank. I love that. Very expressive. We should carve that audio out. And you guys. <laughs> you could use that in one of your shorts. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Very informative. Thank you so much. What did I miss, Krista, Frank, in the kind of questions that maybe I should have asked my curiosity? Where else could we go with this? I believe this is going to be disruptive for business directories because we are so focused on transparency and high quality. I think shops get their stomach in a knot when they're pitted against each other based on price. And I think we're solving that problem with Autotech IQ. So that's what I'm most excited about. That's a great point. If you guys can carry that torch down the road, you will change the industry. We will together advance the industry to the level of professionalism that we're all working hard to improve. Krista, any final word? No, I think it is a industry that has gotten, from the consumer's perspective, gotten a bad rap. There's a few bad apples out there that make people skeptical about going to see their auto repair. So we want to, like I said, bridge that gap and have people have a lifelong relationship with their shop, want to keep their car longer and get the most out of that car if they choose to do so. And having someone that you can trust will definitely help that relationship. Well said. Uh, Frank Scandura, VP, Auto Tech IQ, and Frank's European in Las Vegas. The company, Auto IQ, founded by Uva Kleinschmidt and Krista Erickson Kleinschmidt, VP of Customer Success. Great, informative. We need something like this. Thank you guys for working so hard to put this together. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, Carmen, thanks for the opportunity to talk about it because we really need to get the word out that this is going to be a game changer for shops to get high quality customers. Sounds like it, Frank. Thanks, man. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.